Hello, everybody. Tracy, Mrs. J-Dog Flanagan with you here today. I'm the co-founder and senior vice president here at J-Dog Brands. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Tactical Treasures. Our podcast gives veterans, male spouses, and military influencers a voice in the veteran space to speak about their service, how they are affecting their communities post-service, and a tactical treasure from their past that has shaped their journey in their military career, business, or life. Today, I have the honor of speaking with General Walt Lord. General Lord was commissioned in 1984 through the Reserve Officer Training Corps program at Valley Forge Military Academy and Junior College. Prior to receiving his commission, General Lord enlisted in 2nd Battalion, 111th Infantry in 1982 at the age of 17. He served his initial company grade assignments with the 1st Squadron, 104th Cavalry Regiment in Philadelphia. General Lord has led at the platoon, company, squadron, and coalition headquarters levels. He has held critical army and joint staff positions at every level from unit to coalition in the continental United States and overseas. After a highly decorated military career, General Lord currently holds the position of military advisor in residence at Austin P. State University. Wow. So I took a four page, okay, um, incredible achievements, medals, career, um, everything that you've done, and I pared it down to that. What, what an incre incredible career you've had, sir, in the military, and so many achievements and, and medals. Um, I'm just honored to be speaking with you, and thank you so much for coming on my Tactical Treasures podcast. Oh, absolutely my pleasure, Tracy. Uh, it, it's good to see a friendly face from back in the Delaware Valley, uh, from yes. here in Clarksville, Tennessee. And I, I do love talking about uh, my, my military and veteran experience um, because I think it's important that hmm. with so few of us having served, that we share with our fellow Americans what is special about military service. Yes. Uh, so that we can try to recruit others to follow in our footsteps. That's true. So with, with everything you've done in the military, is there one position or, or deployment or, or something that stands out to you that had an incredible impact on your service? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, without question. And it's kind of funny when people ask, you know, of all the places you've been, what what has been the most special to you? Mm. Um uh, fortunately, my wife, Grace, got to visit me twice while I was deployed the last time. Uh, it, it, was, it truly was a deployment. We had to go through all the pre-deployment checks, and we had to bring all of our deployment gear. Uh, but it was mainly a, a diplomatic mission, and it was for the year that I commanded the NATO headquarters in Sarajevo, Bosnia, and Herzegovina. Uh, and I was the senior NATO military officer in that nation. Um, really, really special because it was a multinational environment. I had 74 people on our staff from eight different nations, uh, a good number of locals, so Bosnian citizens who worked for our headquarters. Um, and, you know, by that point, uh, 2012, the, the open hostilities in Bosnia had, had completely gone away. There's still some political friction and, and some ethnic friction. Um, but the fact that it was such a stable environment allowed our small team of five Pennsylvania National Guardsmen, I brought four with me, 
to really see every inch of that country and experience the culture and get to enjoy friendships uh, with the wonderful people of Bosnia and Herzegovina. Um, and the work was very impactful. Uh, we were a small headquarters, but we were legally responsible for implementing and enforcing the, the pieces of the Dayton Peace Accords that ended the Civil War in Bosnia back in the mid 90s. So very impactful militarily and diplomatically, but also really, really impactful on the personal level mm. uh, because I get to make friends who I'm still in touch with today. Oh, that wow, that is special. What a, uh, that was towards the end of your career, correct? It was, that was 2012 to 13 and I retired. Uh, I went to the Pentagon after that for five years and then retired in 18. Well, a kind of a nice special way to sort of wrap up your service overseas, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's really incredible. So now I understand that you are military in residence at the Austin P University. Can you tell me a little bit about their military program and and how you're involved and what you're what you're doing there? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Austin P State University in Clarksville, Tennessee, created the position that I'm in in 2018. So I'm only the second person to fill it. Um, and I think they realized that they were they were overlooking a need for some advocacy that we didn't have in the past. We average 10 to 11,000 students in any given semester. So we're a, a mid-sized university, mm -hmm. but the really astounding thing is that 25% of our students on average are military affiliated students. Oh, wow. Uh, and by that, by that we mean uh, military service members, both active and reserve, many of whom are at our Fort Campbell Center. We were the first university in America to build our own campus on an active duty military installation. It's at Fort Campbell about 20 minutes away. Um, a number of military family members, last term we had around 700 of those. Um, lots of young folks using the GI Bill that mom or dad earned during the global war on terror and, and transferred to their children. Um, but the really astounding figure is uh, over the course of the last three semesters, we've averaged around 1,500 veterans enrolled at Austin P. Wow. So my job really has three primary roles. One is to be an advisor to the president and the senior leadership team. I work directly for the university president. Mm -hmm. Second is to lead the university's outreach to the military and veteran communities here in Clarksville and Montgomery County. And that's really important here because not only do we have Fort Campbell just up the road, a major military base with the 101st Airborne Division, 5th Special Forces Group and 160th Special Operations Aviation Regiment. We also have 31,000 veterans in this county and a, wow. a very, very robust network of veteran organizations. So I'm sort of the face of the university to those communities. And then my, my third major role is to be the lead advocate for that group of military affiliated students here at Austin P. So last year was my first full school year here. Um, we held some town hall meetings and some focus groups. Uh, my door is always open to my office. So I get lots of feedback from individual students and groups of students 
so that I can go to the president and say, here are some ways that we can serve our military affiliated students better to knock down obstacles to their success uh, and to help them get from enrollment to graduation successfully. Wow, that's really, that's really amazing. Um, and, and I mean, with such a robust community, as you said, there's probably a need for a position such as yours. Definitely makes sense. Yeah, there really is. And, and to be honest, Tracy, we're seeing a growing number of universities create roles like mine, mm. where they'll bring in a retired senior military officer to be their lead advocate for that community of students. In fact, I, I had a call a couple of weeks ago. I, I'm connected on LinkedIn with a whole lot of people. Um, one was an active Army two-star who preparing for retirement. He's commanding a major base. And he sent me a message on LinkedIn. We had never spoken, even though we're connected on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. uh, we'd never met. But he, he sent me a message and said, hey, um, I think I might get hired by a university to do the job that you're doing. Mm -hmm. And I'll be the first one ever to do it at that university. Uh, would you mind if we had a phone call so that I can pick your brain a little <laughs> bit about programs and initiatives? Yeah. And, and we did that. And I, I think that it it one not only helped him in his interview, which I knew he would knock it out of the park. He's a tremendous professional, uh, but more importantly, it allows him to hit the ground at a sprint because I've told him everything that we're doing here. And fortunately, my university president, uh, Dr. Michael Lacari, wants me to do that. He wants me to be very open and share what I do here with counterparts and potential counterparts at other schools, because I agree with them completely. It's not about competition when it comes to our veteran and military students. I don't see them as competitors. Right. We're partners. And, and if I can help them learn uh, from my a year or so of experience here to do a better job there, then all the better. Yeah, that's amazing. LinkedIn is an incredible resource. You never know who you're going to meet. <laughs> It really is. I actually, I, I met a, a Amy Schick. She's a military spouse, uh, I think over 22 years. And I ended up giving her advice on her business. And she just reached out to me on LinkedIn. And I actually had her last season on my podcast. She's an incredible lady. And we just met through LinkedIn. It's amazing. It's, uh, it, it could be a platform used for good, definitely. It really is. And, and I think what it, the most important thing that it enables you to do is, of course, it expands your network, mm -hmm. but it expands your network really in, in an explosive way. You're not adding one or two members to your network at a time. You're adding a person to your network and you're adding their network to your network as right. well. Yes. So it just, it really expands, like I said, in, in an explosive way. That's the best way I could describe it. Yeah, definitely. Ladies and gentlemen, listeners out there, we've been speaking with General Walt Lord, who is military in residence at Austin P. State University out of Clarkston, Tennessee. And he is working an incredible program at the university that helps uh, military family members, veterans get started in their college career. He has a whole staff ready to go to help them enroll, to help them along their academic journey. And I, 
I really think if you're interested in finding out more about it, you can um, Google Austin P State University, check out their website. They're on all the social media platforms and look into their military program and see what they're doing there. I think it's great stuff. Okay, so thank you for sharing about Austin P. I'm really uh, very enlightened and um, look forward to what you're going to do with that uh, as you continue in your role. But let's dive into your treasure. I'm really excited to hear about that. Yeah, when uh, when we first corresponded and, and I, I learned of the kind of the nature of your podcast that you focus on a treasure from someone's service or their or their deployments or their career, um, an item popped in my, into my mind immediately and I knew it was what I needed to talk about. Uh, and it's it's a little Christmas tree. Uh, it stands about two feet tall. In fact, I'm going to move out of the way and point to it on I my table it. in my office. <laughs> um, when I deployed to Bosnia the first time in 2002 uh, as a part of the NATO peacekeeping force, that was a winter deployment. So it was my first, first Christmas away from my family. Uh, and at that point, our sons, Ryan and Drew, were 10 and 8. We were living in central Pennsylvania at the time, so we got to go and see family in Philadelphia quite a bit. And we've got one niece, Grace's sister's daughter, uh, Stephanie, who really is, is more like a daughter to us than a niece. And along with other nieces and nephews, our sons grew up with them more as siblings than as, as cousins. Uh, but I, I went to the mailroom in mid-December one day and saw that I had a package uh, to pick up. And when I got the package, I opened it and found this little Christmas tree that my sons and my niece had sent. Um, they made some little uh, handmade decorations to put on the tree. They sent me some little toy armored vehicles, tanks to put around <laughs> oh, the bottom of the great. tree like they were my Christmas gifts that year. Um, <laughs> But the really cool thing is that tree has gone with me everywhere I've been for the past 20 years. So in every military assignment, including a second deployment to Bosnia, that tree, I didn't bring it with me. Grace would ship it to me. Um, but it was in every office that I occupied for the rest of my career. So for 20 years, uh, that's been my little office Christmas tree. Oh, wow. How special. How special to have a piece of home. Yeah, it really is. And I, I want to point out one additional thing that she that Grace mailed when she sent that tree in 2002. Uh, I'll hold it up. Uh, oh, I can see, see that. See. It's a little photo frame. Oh, wow. Of Grace and my sons, Ryan and Drew. Oh. Uh, but here's the really cool part it's a photo or a uh, voice frame. <gasps> oh, my gosh. How special is that? And the battery is still alive after 20 years. So oh, wow. my sons are now 20 and 30. Um, I'm sorry, 28 and 30. Oh. But I still hear those squeaky little voices telling me, Merry Christmas, we love you, uh, when I press that button. Oh, that so is, that's my treasure. Well, that is so special. Definitely family keeps you going through everything, right? Oh, that's Absolutely. really, that's what a special treasure. That's really, really amazing. I love it. Hello, listeners. We really want to thank you for tuning in and 
enjoying all the episodes of Tactical Treasures. We're talking to amazing veterans and mill spouses in the veteran space, and it's just been an amazing experience. And thank you so much for tuning in. But hey, if you want to check out J-Dog, look us up on jdog.com. And if you go to jdog.com, you'll find out everything about jdog. You'll be able to book a service, either junk removal and hauling or our carpet cleaning and floor care service. You can even look into our franchise or you can even look at employment. Our jdog franchise owners are hiring all across the country and they love to hire their fellow veterans and service members. And if you want to know more about our J-Dog Foundation, we're doing amazing things, supporting irreverent warriors and stop soldier suicide, preventing PTSD and combating veteran suicide. So check us out, jdog.com. Thank you. So I think that, um, you know, the work that, that you guys are doing at Austin P is um, obviously very impactful, I think, to probably the, the veterans that, that you help, um, it has it, I'm sure it's been rewarding, right? Is it, has it been, you know, is there one thing that maybe stands out, um, that you find very rewarding about what you're doing now? I think what I find most rewarding is, is the environment that we've created in the building that I'm standing in right now. Uh, it's called, it's got a long name, the William E. and Sadako S. Newton Military Family Resource Center. Um, that is William mouthful. Newton. <laughs> William Newton was a an Army Master Sergeant who, at at one point mid career, was a member of the U.S. forces that were in Japan right after World War II, helping to rebuild. He met his wife Sadako, a Japanese citizen. They came here. He ended up retiring here at Fort Campbell as a Master Sergeant. Um, his daughter, Wilma Newton, is an Austin P alum. She didn't serve, but her dad did, her brothers did, and her husband did. So she has a special place in her heart for our veterans and our military students. Yeah. So she, about two years ago, decided she wanted to do something special for that population of students. And she made a very, very significant gift to the school oh, wow. that allowed us to take this building, which was a uh, auto dealership showroom, oh. uh, which, which was completely gutted when we had bought it and showed it to Wilma um, and described our vision for this place. And she was all in from the beginning. She funded it completely herself. Uh, and what we've got really serves a number of purposes. We've got seven staff members in this building. Five of us work for Austin P and two work for community partners. Uh, one works for an organization called Veterans Upward Bound, which is a department of education funded, they're grant funded nonprofit. And their mission is to take a veteran who walks in the door and says, I want to go to college. I've got college benefits but nobody in my family has been to college. I don't even know how to apply. Mm. And they sit them down right here in the building and they go through the process and they get them enrolled. Um, our other community partners from the federal VA uh, program called Vet Success on Campus, and they provide counseling on federal veterans education benefits. Um, the really cool thing is that none of the seven of us work for the same boss. <laughs> oh, uh, I, I work directly for the president and the others work for 
different members within our, our organization at the university. But when you walk in the door, you would never know it oh, uh, because great. we all have a mission that we're passionate about, and that is helping our military and veteran students. Yeah, We have eight, great. at any given time, around eight uh, student workers, uh, one graduate assistant and seven on VA work study. Last semester, seven of the, I'm sorry, six of the eight were veterans. One was an ROTC cadet here and a master's degree student. And the eighth was a military dependent. His dad was army. So they get it. When one of their fellow students right. walks in the door and needs help, and that's the first person they see, uh, they understand the position that that student veteran might be in and why they might need help. Right. Um, so what we've done is we've taken a number of organizations that used to sit at different places across the campus and brought it all under one roof. So that when a veteran or military student or family member needs help, they come to one building, they get all the help they need. That's great. It's also, uh, we also have some really cool resources here, like a great computer lab for our students, uh, a wonderful lounge with a full kitchen, a great conference room that's totally networked, really technologically uh, advanced, uh, and, a, and a great common area where Black Rifle Coffee provides free coffee Community partners like uh, Chick-fil-A and Popeye's Chicken and, and others will, will bring food in from time to time uh, to help our veteran students. Some of the local nonprofits will bring in assistance. Right now, we've got uh, about 40 really robust bags of non-perishable food uh, from an organization called Operation Stand Down Tennessee. They've got a Clarksville office right down the street. So we put the word out and some of our, our veteran students who might need help, uh, you know, toward the end of the, of the VA pay period or the end of the month, they might need help uh, providing food to their families. We've got that for them here. Uh, a number of other organizations will come in. Our state, I'm sorry, our county veteran service director comes in once a month to provide services. Uh, the Stephen A. Cohen Military Family Clinic that does behavioral health for military families right. will mm -hmm. come in and do counseling uh, once a month. So it's a great spot for our student, uh, our students who are military and veterans and family members to get the services they need. Wow, that's there's that's an really additional amazing. there's an additional element of this place, the Newton Center, that I love to talk about, and it really wasn't planned. Um, it's just kind of happened. When a new student veteran arrives at Austin P and they come to tour the center to get an orientation, I've told our staff, if my door is open, I want to meet them. Uh, I want to have at least a couple of minutes to talk with them. And one of the things I tell them is one of the greatest obstacles to your success, having left the military, is the feeling of separation, that, that you've now lost your tribe. And I tell them, you haven't lost your tribe. Your tribe looks a little bit different now, but, but we're here. We're right here in this building. So if you ever want a place to come and even if it's just to relax between classes in an environment where your tribe is here and we get you and, and we're people you can talk with about any issues or, or difficulties you're facing, this is the place to do that. So this Newton Center has just become a complete gem on this campus. And I, and I couldn't be prouder to come to work here every day. 
That sounds amazing. It sounds like you've just done great work because that I think that truly is what all of our uh, military veterans struggle with when they get out is, you know, how do I find my tribe again or how do I find my new tribe? Where can I go where people will get me? Um, it's the same thing that we see here with J-Dog. I mean, we're, we're 270 locations strong now. and We have probably are 85% veteran owned. Um, and, you know, so we say if, if you, you know, if you don't want to go to college or if you're done college and you want your own business or you want to work in a veteran owned business, come to J-Dog because we get you. <laughs> we're, you we're, we're a new tribe. So um, I think it's, you know, it's amazing how we all can be in different areas and, and do different things, but still have one common goal and mission, and that is helping our veterans find their new tribe, right? Absolutely. And, and God bless you and Jerry for what you've done uh, with J-Dog. Um, you know, being a, a Delaware Valley native, uh, even when I was away in, in D.C. and other places, I was watching and and then you know I came we back. We know you were watching. I came back to the Delaware <laughs> Valley for a short period and I got yeah. to meet you guys at the Union League at yes. some veteran events. Yeah. Um, it was great. And it's just been magical to watch what you've done because you've not only grown a business and that's important. I mean, you've got to pay the bills. Sure. But you've used that business as a channel to help other veterans yeah. and yeah. What a noble cause that you guys have taken up and you've done it so well. And, and really, God bless you for that. Oh, well, thank you. We uh, we absolutely love what we do here every day. Um, we're 18 strong in our HQ office. Um, and we're actually, I think we actually tip the scales. I think we have more veterans here than military family members. <laughs> But, um, you know, so, uh, we, we love what we do every day. I, um, I love coming to work every day. I am passionate about, about helping our veterans, our mill spouses, you know, launch their, their next phase in life. It's, it's, it's just so rewarding as you well know, doing what the wonderful work that you're doing in, in the academic, uh, sector. Um, I think every college should take a page out of your book. Definitely positively. Yeah, I think they would be smart to do that mm -hmm. um, because that population of students has unique challenges. And it does. If, You're right. if they don't have people like we've got in this building, mm -hmm. fellow veterans, helping them get through those challenges, I think the universities do themselves a disservice. I, I believe you're correct. I truly do. Um, that's amazing. So before we go, where where can people or veterans find out more about Austin P and and what you're doing there in the military program? Uh, well, on the Austin P side, uh, wrote, you know we we've, we're all over the social media platforms. So if they just you know do a search for Austin P State University, uh, we're especially active on Twitter. All okay. all of all of our major and minor organizations, right down to each one of our sports teams, uh, and all the coaches have Twitter accounts. Our university president himself is very active on Twitter. Um, so social media is probably the best way to go. Or, you know, if you're a traditionalist, APSU.edu on the web, Austin P State University, APSU.edu. And for me personally, probably the best uh, channel is through LinkedIn. Um, I do spend a good bit of time on Twitter and, and Facebook as well. And people can find me there for sure. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but when it comes to the professional connection, I really enjoy the power of LinkedIn. Yes. Uh, okay. And uh, and I'm I'm always open to accepting connection requests from fellow military members, fellow veterans, military family members, uh, because like I said, I I like to use the network I've been blessed to build to help others not only do what they do, but build their networks as well. Yeah. Yeah. LinkedIn, it's a great place. Well, uh, Walt, it's been amazing to speak with you and hear about everything that you're doing. I am really excited to see how you grow in your role as, uh, as military in residence at Austin P. Um, and as I said, I think every college should take a page out of what you guys are doing. It's amazing what you've built there, truly. Thank you. Yeah, we are very proud of it. And you know, Tracy, we're 40 minutes north of Nashville. So if you ever find yourself in Middle Tennessee visiting Nashville, you and Jerry, just give me and Grace a yell because okay. uh, you guys are family. <laughs> All right. We will certainly do that. I we, we have other people in Nashville that we're trying to get down to see too. So we'll be sure to swing by. Perfect. Okay. Thank you so much. And, All right. Thanks, Tracy. Okay. Take care. We'll talk right, soon. Bye-bye. Okay, listeners, so we're just wrapped up with our Tactical Treasures episode with General Watt Lord, and he is doing amazing stuff at Austin P. State University in Clarksville, Tennessee. He's the military in residence, and they have a whole program that helps our military uh, veterans and family members step-by-step -step through their academic journey from start to finish. And if you want to find out more about it, please go to the website A psu.edu or Google on all the social media platforms. They have a Facebook page. They're really big on Twitter. And if you want to connect with General Walt Lord himself, best way is through LinkedIn. Thanks for listening.